What up, y'all? This is Rel. Just wanted to drop some quick jewels for y'all right quick, man. A recent article came out of North Carolina where it said that black students were suspended from school at a disproportionate rate. And it's speaking about elementary school kids, which is not surprising, but it's surprising. So it says 20% of the suspensions in the North Carolina public school systems are elementary school kids. It even said that just last year alone, 2017, 2016 year, 300 kindergartners were suspended. Now, we all know, depending on how old you are, elementary school kids typically don't get suspended, especially not kindergartners, because, you know, you understand that kindergartners are going to be kindergartners. They're, they're just now getting used to being away from mom and dad. They're just now getting used to, uh, you know, being around other children. So what they tend to do is act out, lash out, and typically you send them to the principal's office, guidance counselor, you call the parents, they come talk to them, whatever, that kind of stuff. But evidently, nowadays, the school system don't have time to be, uh, you know, I guess babysitting our children. And I'm not saying they should babysit our children, but I'm also saying that our children shouldn't be suspended. White, black, Mexican, whatever. But when you have a system where your children are being suspended and they're black, and it's happened more than any other group of people in that school. And let's be clear, the school system in Wake County there are more white students than black students. There are almost more Hispanic students than black students. But and nevertheless, you know, African-American kids are being suspended and disciplined more than any other group of people. Now, some may say, well, I play the race card because I saw that on certain blogs. But in reality, you know, it's completely 100 percent about race. That's why, you know, I raised my son and I let him know that, yo, you're going to experience some things when you go into school that you may not understand, but I'm going to show you how to handle it. And early on, people would tell me, yo, man, don't you kind of like you kind of telling your son about stuff at, a, at, a, at an early age too early. And he was, you know, six, seven, eight. But I knew, you know, it was going to benefit him. And so. At times, going through elementary school, he would tell me stories about a teacher did something to him that he didn't do to another kid. And my son is just your average, you know, young black kid, you know, real, real smart, brilliant, bright, you know, uh, charismatic. So, you know, but he ain't no troublemaker. But there was an instance where he told me that his teacher, that it was his teacher told him to help other kids in class because he was already done with a certain assignment so he walked around and helped other kids and this one particular white kid he helped him out and he pretty much gave the white kid the answers you know the same answers he had which were correct so the white kid turned his paper in and my son turned his paper in and he said the next day his teacher gave him his paperwork back with corrections and things he should have did better but the white kid pretty much aced it there was no uh, things he could correct. There were no notes on the white kid's paper. My son said, Dad, it, that was my work. And then I read this article about schools suspending black kids at a disproportionate rate. And it goes hand in hand. And black people don't believe the prison to pipeline, the school to prison pipeline is real. And this is pretty much proof that it does exist. And at this point, I don't know what we could do as black parents other than 
showing our kids and letting them know what they're going to deal with. Because if we're not going to start our own schools, there is no just snatching your kids out of schools. You know, that isn't an option because they have to be educated, even if the education is, is not, you know, the best. You know, try to get them in the best school. But at the end of the day, you know, we got to let them know what they're dealing with. Also, as black parents, we have to make sure our kids are. And I hate to say this because then it'll make it seem like I'm making an excuse. But we got to make sure our kids are well mannered. You know, some of these kids come from single mother homes, single parent homes, and they are as refined as other kids. So when they get into to a crowded school system, the teacher just don't have the time to deal with them. You know, so the only resort is to send them into some kind of um, detention or suspension, depending on how, how bad the act was. But the point I'm trying to make is, at the end of the day, we got to make sure we're, we're preparing our kids. We got to make sure our kids are sharp. So when we send them into a hostile environment, which that's what it is, a hostile environment, you know, they don't fall into the trap. Because clearly that's what's happening with a lot of these kids. They're falling into a trap. You know, they're going into a situation unprepared. And the teachers are prepared. And they're just not putting up with it anymore. And so, you know, these are the teachers that Donald Trump wants to arm. We just had an instance in Florida where a teacher told his students that, you know, being around niggas just wasn't worth it. Right. So these are the people that, you know, Donald Trump wants to put guns into their hands. And we all know. And I'll tell you right now, I'll never send my child to a school where the teacher is armed. No way. Because in reality, you know, the public school system is the, the, the white woman's domain. That's their that's their domain. You know, white women run the public school system. And we all know. How white women view black males as they start to grow into adulthood. White women view black males as complete animals. They view black males as thugs. You know, they're the ones who when we're walking down the street, they lock their doors. They're the ones when we're walking down the street, you know, and they see us in the neighborhoods. They call the police and say, hey, look, somebody's in my neighborhood that don't live here. It's them. You know, white men are horrible, too. Not all, but some. But white women, they're the ones. It's them. And so at the end of the day, we can't continue to send our children into a hostile environment unrefined. We got to make sure they go to school with the best mind, the sharpest mind possible. But we also got to make sure that when they're confronted with racism or bigotry, they check it at the door. You feel me? We got to make sure that they check it at the door. We can't have our children being, you know, passive aggressive in school and being bullied and then coming home telling us what happened. Because I'm going to tell you, my son, he already know, you know, he, he go to school. He got an issue. You know, I, we tell him how to handle it. And then we'll do with the rest. Because I know that teachers view our kids differently when they go to school. Or come home with an issue and go back to school and say, yo, my parents said they didn't have a meeting with you. When a child says, my parents said, especially when a black child says, my parents said, that is the scariest thing to a white teacher. Because they understand, okay, this is a child I'm not going to be able to, to push around and push aside. Because this child has people in his life that, that's going to protect him. And that's how it should be. That's how it should be at the end of the day.
So my son goes to school and says, hey, my parents said the teachers are immediately on it. If I say call me, they call me. If I say set up a meeting, they set up a meeting. It ain't no toying around with uh, while I'm busy telling me, email me or nah, nah. I need a meeting today because if it don't happen, I'm showing up. So I'm not saying that, you know, because the child doesn't have two parents that, you know, uh, it's somebody's right to undereducate them or miseducate them and treat them like you know they're nothing i'm just saying that you know when when your kid shows up to school and they know this child comes from a very stable environment they treat them a little different they may try to treat them like every other child or every other black child who they feel you know it's just going to be a product of the the penile system in a couple years but once they realize okay this child is different this child comes from parents who are different I got to treat this child different. Then you'll see different results. But in my opinion, you know, all children should be treated the exact same. All children should be educated in a proper way. And if a child is falling behind, that child should be tutored. That child should get extra help for whatever. You can't let kids fall behind. So the article was disturbing because some people were making excuses, saying it wasn't about race. It was just a... Uh, uh, it one guy said if you look at 61% of the children in public school being suspended or african american he said that 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 um, almost ties right into the penile system the adult penals and i said dad you know what he right but does that tell you that our children are just bad throughout their life and you know they're they're just going to become criminals regardless. Now, what that tells you is that we live in a system that continues to hold on to these children throughout school to push them into prison, i.e. the school-to-prison pipeline. If y'all don't know what it is, if y'all never heard of it before, just look it up. It's a real thing. They start targeting our children at third and fourth grade. They look at test scores, you know. They say, you know, this child scored at this percentile. More than likely, this child is not going to be employable later on in life because they just don't have it. And so, therefore, this child is going to be forced into illegal money, drugs, guns, gang activity, which is going to, in turn funnel him into the judicial system and it's funny how those analytics and those statistics are correct but the thing is that's not a race thing that's a poverty thing if you take white people and you put them in the same situation economically from a young age then they also will go into criminal in the criminal system if you take mexican people they also will go into the criminal system if you take Asian people, they also are going to the criminal system. The thing is, black people, we are the only people in this country who are specifically targeted for this kind of discrimination. See, Hispanics, when they get too high on their horse, they can just ship them back to Mexico. When a Hispanic comes in and they start doing too well, oh, you out of here. Don't worry about it. When an African, a Nigerian, um, when a when Nigerian, Kenya, anybody from the continent of Africa, when they come here and they start doing very, very well, and if they don't toe the line, they're out of here. As well as any other country. But African Americans, there is nowhere to send us. 
There is nowhere where they can just ship us and get us out of their hair. Like, they have to deal with us. You see what I'm saying? So, therefore, the only way of keeping us in line is through the judicial system, through the court system. And we have to be smarter than that because we know what they're doing. We understand the game they're playing. Only thing is, well, some of us understand the game they're playing. And some of us don't understand that it's a game at all. Some of us think that's normal behavior. And it's not. So what I want us to do from this moment on is if you got kids, you go home, you talk to your kids about what's going on. You talk to your kids about the school system. Let them know. You know what? How about this? Before you let them know, ask them. Do a little test. Because some of us parents don't think racism exists. Some of us parents think my kids' white friends are the nicest white kids ever. They love my son. His parents love my son. And maybe they do. But I tell you what, my son had an Arab friend, which is as nice as it can be. And uh, his Arab friend always wanted my son to come over, you know, play video games, have a good time. And... One day, my son, you know, just say, hey, man, why, why you don't want to come to my house? And the Arab kid told him, hey, my mom said that black people smoke and drink. Now, myself and my wife never smoked. We never drank. We keep a clean, immaculate house. Everybody knows this. So, the mere fact that she said this without actually knowing that we didn't smoke or drink. Y'all tell me what it is. That's all I wanted. To, that's all I wanted to say to y'all, man. I just wanted to drop that to y'all. I was just crazy, man. Reading that article, just thinking about you know the hostile environment we send our kids to every day. And I just want us to be prepared, prepare our children so they can prepare their children, and you know, so on and so on, so forth. I holla.